Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Jane Carroll Show is live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and available anytime on your favorite apps and at thejanecarrollshow.com. Shall we begin? Five, four, three, two, one. Right about now. She's the first lady of talk radio, and she knows politics. Want to take on Jane Carroll? We highly encourage you. Toll free, 888-314-0440. The Jane Carroll Show. Please listen carefully. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jane Carroll Show Inauguration Week. Oh, isn't that special? Yeah, it really is special. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night, Conservative Council. We've got a great lineup of panelists, but I've got a mini Conservative Council tonight because I don't think we can get to all the topics in 90 minutes tomorrow night. So we're joined by Skip, the man of the people, and uh, a wonderful uh, patriot, and Brian Dirks, uh, a wonderful political analyst and historian, and... They both last, most recently, were at the protests in the Oregon State Capitol and gave us a report, very much different than some of the accounts you're getting from the mainstream propagandists. And we have a lot to talk about. So I'm delighted that they could join us on short notice tonight. Then the final half hour tonight's show will be joined by uh, a noted uh, scientist, Dr. Gordon Folks, will be with us to talk about uh, the latest in uh, in climate change and the propaganda you're going to be hearing about that to pursue a certain agenda. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you hey, doing? Jane. I'm I'm pretty good. I appreciate you coming on. Um, well, it, every day, you know, last year, which wasn't all that long ago, seems like a long time ago, but we kept saying, I could hardly wait for 2021 for this horrible 2020 to be over with. Well, 21 is is worse <laughs> by the day, and and now it's it's interesting. Oh, remember we kept hearing, well, Trump is if he if he doesn't win, he's not going to leave the White House. Uh, Obama said, well, we'll send in the uh, Navy SEALs to take him out. Yuck, 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 ha, ha, ha. And are we under martial law right now by the Democrats? Because it seems like I've never seen our nation's capital filled with so many uh, troops do you expect mass violence from the deplorables during the inauguration because i don't of course not we don't do that we show up we're peaceful we leave and we clean up our trash um it's all theatrics it is totally a show and they're they're having a tough time with the polling because they're trying to get us to hate Trump because they know that he's a force. So they're doing everything. They're throwing the kitchen sink out there. And that's what this is, is a big giant kitchen sink. And all the, all the local media, like the, the dupes and idiots over here at the local media here in Portland are going to report it as, Oh, the fear the fear. And you know what? They're going to have to make up violence. Look for that. That will happen. 
Um, <clears throat> they weren't, you know, we, we've been living for a year in fear in, in, in Portland, Oregon. I mean, city, it's been, it's been the epicenter of presented. And nobody cared. None of the political leaders, none of the news media cared. It was just, it was just mostly peaceful protest. No, it wasn't. They should see Portland. They should see the, the businesses that have been destroyed. Over 700 businesses have been uh, burned or vandalized or looted. And it's, it's, it's outrageous what's going on. But they didn't care about that. That was, that was a legitimate protest we're being heard. We're being told on CNN that that, that, was, that was a real issue. These people are just mad they lost and they're white supremacists. And so uh, and, and that's why we're reacting the way, way we are. Um, Skip, what do you think? You've been at these these well, uh, these events. You, are you worried about some of the the fringe people well, doing some actually, serious? I think the Democrats should never have hired the people that handled Y two K. Yeah, but can I start a movement tonight? Go for it. Well, you've been watching uh, the people that are coming up from Guatemala and uh, Honduras. Yeah. Have you seen what's Demanding. going on there? Have, demanding well, yeah. their rights. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, but but have you seen what's happening there? I mean, they're fighting the police. There's rioting going on, all this kind of thing. Okay, I want to start an impeachment right now against Joe Biden because of what he said. Those people are rioting. Well, and they're not only doing it the, here; they're doing it. There's one woman. That, no, I know, and this this one woman. That uh, this one female member of, of Congress, a Republican, was going to file a first day of Congress articles right. of impeachment about but, but I mean, Joe Biden. If, if, but if she's being persecuted now. They want her expelled uh, from the Congress. Well, they, they want everybody expelled. The, 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 the left wants everybody who's not on the right or who's on the right expelled. But what, what I'm saying is, is that they're talking about how somebody can go from, and give a speech and uh, can incite rioting and all this because that's what. That's obviously what happened was that those uh, 20 or 30 or 80 people or whatever it was that were inside the uh, uh, the Congress there, the, the, that's representative of the 500,000 that were there. So uh, so I'm just saying, okay, Joe Biden. No, no, no they're representative of 75 million of us. Well, well, they, well, what Joe Biden did was he's incited the whole couple of countries. So I want, okay. I want him, I want him impeached. I want him put on trial immediately because of what he said. You got to have this. You got to have the same standard, Jane. The law is equal. That's all we hear about. You know, is is that uh, you know equal equal enforcement of law and uh, the rule of law and, and yada yada yada. You know, and so let's 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 have a let's have a good thing here. You know? Yeah, it 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 has as much premise. If you want to have be consistent, it certainly has as much gravitas as the things that they've said Trump said to incited like march up to the Capitol. No, let them know what you think, but do it uh, uh, peacefully and patriotically. Boy, is that a call of violence if I've ever heard it. Yeah. You know, there are some um, um, <clears throat> historical events that this is mirroring. For one is the Reichstag fire when Hitler consolidated his power. They, uh, a fire started. They don't really know who did it, but they blamed the communists which was their um, Hitler's rivals at the time, and the Jews. And so Hitler then <clears throat> declared war on them and broke the, and, and destroyed his um, opposition and 
consolidated his power. Does anybody see that happening today? I do. I mean, what is happening is they're blaming that little riot down there, which they accepted for months and months and months. And of course, years and years and years, if you really go back. And so, but they're using this. And so that's exactly what's happening is they're saying, oh my God, we need to fear these people. There's a problem with that. They're the only ones who believe it, except for Mitch McConnell and Karl Rove and all the other uh, illustrious leaders of the Republican Party. They believe all that crap too. And so, but they're consolidating their power. And matter of fact, you know, Rush said, I'll tell you when it's time to panic. Well, today he actually came close. I mean, he actually said it, in my opinion. A caller called in and said, well, we're going to kick their butts in 2022. And Rush said, no, you're not. They're going to set about consolidating their power so that elections don't matter ever again. Now, yeah, that I, I, is a call for panic. We couldn't even kick their butts in a, in a red state. For two senators, no, so I know. They be able to change everything, that, and you go against some gal that's just a big, uh, big mouth gal, you know, just there that that, uh, and and she could do whatever she wanted because has the anybody? Does, sorry, is, you know, you're a racist if you if you don't don't want to put up with this or you're this that and the other thing, and they're going to play that race card time after time after time until the people that there there are some people that are black and uh, Hispanic and that. That are standing up to that. I will give them credit for that. They're just saying, you know, Leo Terrell for one. But uh, but I mean, I'm seeing other people. Uh, You're talking are, about Stacey Abrams. I just want to make yeah, sure St- everybody's on the same St- page. Stacey Abrams. No, Stacey Abrams. Abrams was, of course, the one who was the key, kingpin for uh, the Democrats in Georgia and brought in uh, and organized voter fraud in, in that state. Yeah. And, she, and she'll probably be richly rewarded for that. Uh, she may even get on the Supreme Court, uh, but uh, oh, the, I, I, I'm not. Well, they're talking Barack Obama, but you know why would he? He might have to actually work um, on this if he was on the Supreme Court. I mean, when he was head of Harvard Law Review, Barack Obama, uh, being the head of the Law Review in a, in a in a law school, is for the the elite, most elite student. On campus, the one with the best grades, the best credentials, the best achievements, they're the superstar. And that, and I, there was a woman, I, I wish I could remember her name. She used to guest host sporadically for Rush Limbaugh. And she was on there and she was in the same Harvard Law class with, with uh, Obama. And she was that person. She had the highest grades. She was first in her class. She was all this stuff. But they wanted, an African-American, so they went to Obama, who wasn't even in the top 25%, and made him, and he's the only head of the Harvard Law Review who's never submitted an article. Uh, right. He was just, he was just a, excuse the expression, he was just a token, because well, Harvard was a, criticized for not having enough minorities, so they wanted to showcase him, and uh, she got he got pushed to the to the back burner uh, as as a result. So these, so he he's not really qualified to be on the Supreme Court either. But the well, the fact is that's not how the Democrats see it, and they they've rigged the elections. They all the swing states now have have capacity for rigged election. They're going to work in more. They're going to do more permanent vote by mail. 
Uh, the whole thing is, is, and COVID facilitated it, but as, as long as we don't change the election laws that they changed uh, illegally in many cases and uh, not the proper due process with the legislature approving it and fast-tracking it, et cetera, they make those things permanent. There's not going to be any fair elections in this country ever again. I, I, I believe that with every ounce of my being. The only good thing that, that I've seen come out of that recently and talking to some people in there, and people are fired up, you know, and, and they're still fired up. And they're, one of the things that's come out of that is that article, um, I forget who wrote it the other day, but it was a, a very good article about we can't go and just wait till the three months before the election started to change all that. We've got to keep fighting for it now. And, and they said, you've got to get in there now. And they said, that's what the Democrats do. They never, they never stop playing, you know. Well, they did. They did. They stopped playing in 2016. They thought they had it so in the bag. They thought they had the key states, enough of them locked in with, with voter fraud and stuff. They had Virginia. Terry McAuliffe had set it all up. And that was a swing state. I mean, for, for a long time, uh, they, they they thought they had Florida. Uh, they thought they and, and well, Republican can't win without Florida. Republican I would change, cannot I would win change that. I would change that a little bit, Jane. They knew they had those states. Because the fix was in. They had the same yeah. thing they had going on now. The problem is they didn't fix it far enough and they had no they had no backup. This time they had some backup. This time they had, well, hey, if, if we, we could change the, uh, we'll change up the machines. We'll give it a different algorithm. We'll do this. We'll do that. And even that wasn't enough. That's why you had the, the boat stoppage, the ballots coming in the middle of the night that uh, only with one, one name marked on because they didn't have time to, to – you know how long it would take to mark ninety some thousand ballots and get them into one location? And that's that's quite a feat. If you really think about it. And, no, uh, and 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 no, and the, and the whole thing. And, and we're not talking about it more. Matter of fact, if you're talking about it, you're a, a traitor uh, and a liar and a despicable okay. human being who I'll probably should what. be imprisoned. They could come to me anytime they want to. I'll stand on my own damn record. And I'll, I'll this vote. There was a lot of fraud in this in this election. And if you and if you if you're okay, I'll go to prison first, and you you stand here and let me see the evidence. Let the evidence be presented, and then if I'm wrong, you can put me in prison. Let's do it that way. That's how that's how strongly I believe there yeah, was. We're going to be talking fraud. more about this in terms of what the, the strategy should be tomorrow with the entire conservative council. But I I could not agree with you more. Let me let me ask you about this. One of the things that is. There's so much disturbing going on right now, uh, and and basically the spin and the we used to be just a basket full of deplorables. Now we're 75 million white supremacist KKK members, and and I, it's it's just unbelievable. And and they they spew this stuff with just as though it's just an absolute fact. We are the, we are the living breathing Nazis. But the two things that are bothering me more than otherwise taking to silence our freedom of speech and have no access to get out information contrary to what they're spewing. Two things. What they're doing to President Trump is unbelievable. It is it is uh, inhumane what, what they're doing to him. And uh, they, they stole an election. They know that. The, the ones, enough of them know that, that they did it. They don't have any guilt over that. But they should be happy. They should be right happy right now and let Donald Trump, uh, and they should understand why he fought back because it was stolen from him. Um, but th- they're not. 
They want to destroy him for having fought back. They want him, nobody of any ever to talk to him again, ever to speak to him, ever support him again, ever be seen in public with him again. They wa- I, I swear, they want him uh, stripped naked in the streets and drawn and- by a cart uh, through the streets and people throwing rocks at him. That is how consumed they are with hate. I am so outraged by the, this abuse because okay, that's what but, they want to do to all of us. But you want to keep that outrage. It's like a, I had a guy call me today and we were, we were talking. And he says, you know, he says, I have been out among, among all my family, all my friends and everything. He's, he's still working. He's about 52 or three. And he says, I've, he says, I've talked to all these people. He says, I haven't found one person yet that told me they voted for Biden. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're out there. But he says, I haven't found one person that said they voted for Biden yet. And and the other thing too, if if it was if Biden actually won, and those people believed it, like Nancy Pelosi and everything like that, they wouldn't be going after to destroy the president. They'd be saying, look, uh, the president. What they would do is they'd take a higher road. They'd say, hey, we don't agree with the president. He's a liar. They could even call him a liar if they wanted. He lied about this, or we felt that he lied about this. He felt he lied about that. But if he thinks he's, if he, if he really thinks he's that good, he could run again in four years and see where he's at. And see, they would take it. Uh, in other words, they would say that uh, they would feel confident that they soundly beat him, and that their ideas going forward, that they're going to be able to take a better, a better track. People are going to like better, even if they're promised something, that their that their way is going to be better. But they won't do that. See, they want to destroy him. They, they want, they don't want him to have any any kind of microphone at all, or his family either you know hey now brian let me ask you about this and obviously i want skip's opinion on this because you you are a vietnam veteran the other second thing that is uh making my skin crawl and 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 my heart rage is the military we you and i've had a lot of talk over the years i think i was disillusioned with the uh fbi before most of you were, but I'm more cynical than than, than you guys, uh, and, and what they did. And I think it's pretty clear right now they're a major part of the swamp, and uh, they need a major broom or something because it's. But it's not going to happen under the the Biden administration. Uh, is the military? They're actually the left who hates the military, hates the police. Now all of a sudden that's their team. They have, they have. Thousands of them uh, there, and yet they're putting out this thing that some of them, I'm not sure they can be trusted. I think they voted for Trump. Uh, I think they're, you know, they're, they might be, they might be, you know, saboteurs. They may, may be terrorists, uh, the military people. And, you know, there's good reason to believe that some of the people are saboteurs in the military. I think some of the generals are clearly swamp creatures. They, they've worked against the president. Uh, they certainly have worked through the pandemic against him. When he went to stop a church from being burned across the street from the White House, uh, the military condemned him for it. The Secretary of Defense condemned him for it. Um, his own Secretary of Defense. It was just, it, it's just, but the military... Now they're the now they're the Democrats. They belong that and, and they're gonna use them against us. They won't use them against ISIS. They won't use them against you know uh Iran. They but they'll use them against us. Does that bother you? Well yeah. I mean in every <laughs> watch every 
Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat presidential um, administration. The Republicans point their guns outward at the foreign. Uh, they use all their powers to keep an eye out on what's happening on foreign lands as pertains to harming America. The Democrats turn their guns inward and they use all their powers to go against their political enemies. I give you Bill Clinton. I give you um, Obama. That's it's that's an easy one. That's an easy one. They don't they lose against ISIS, a bunch of camel jockeys, but they but they turn they turn the FBI, they turn the CIA, everybody against us. So that's a given. All right, and it's going to happen again. Biden and his team are going to do that. But um, <clears throat> speaking of the threat of the military, do you remember uh, when? Obama came in, and I forget who his Secretary of State was, whether it's Madeline Half-Track or doesn't matter. You know, they all say the same thing. The first thing they said was, well, America's terrorism threat comes from returning troops from Iraq and Afghanistan. Do you all remember that? Yeah. The, the, well, replay, fast forward, here we go again. They're trying to do the same thing. And, you know, there's not just one opinion about all those uh, National Guard troops being white and white supremacist and Trump voters and stuff. There's several articles, several people worried about that. And I've, there's a story about the FBI vetting these people. Excuse me? Anyway, so that's the way it goes. Okay, I, I did a little bit of number crunching. Um, in the Georgia... Roth election. Purdue lost by about 55,000 votes, 2,269, whatever. By, okay, in the presidential election in Georgia, Trump lost by about 12,000 votes. In other words, now, if all those Trump voters had showed up at the runoff election than Purdue and and um and um Left what's her name would have won because they would have swamped they did. right no, I know they, I know Jane they, they I know I'm just throwing some numbers at you. We all Ryan, call bullshit. Brian you're a complete racist. Everybody knows Brian. Oh, Joined us. <laughs> I did. I did. I joined the show. Brian, that thought process you have, others consider that complete racism that you would say such a thing. When it when in it's if you even question anything that happened in any court at any time and whatever, then you're obviously out of bounds. This is the problem we have. The First Amendment is literally gone. So not only can we not assemble, they, they, you're not allowed to go on Snapchat, TikTok, name, name your social group, but you are not even allowed to question. So if you have something that seems irregular, you're not calling for fraud. You're not calling for widespread anything. You're just like, hey, this sort of seems unusual. I would like somebody to look at it. 
You are now a Nazi. You are out of bounds. You are now, um, I mean, unbelievably need to be obscured from society. We should You're a probably- seditionist. You're a seditionist. Yeah, just yeah. fine. Yeah. Just fine. I'm going back to grade school so I can learn about my whiteness because that's what they're teaching. Yeah. And so ultimately, we it, it, this is a moment in time that all of us need to just go, wow. Now, to the people, yeah, so there's many people listening to the show. So I want to give some hope to, to many people. Look, these things look very different a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now. So it looks very dark. However, look. There are a hundred million of us that are looking at this and going, this does not look right. This does not smell right. This not a, you don't have to be an insider. You don't have to have military knowledge or work at Amazon or Facebook or whatever to look at this and go, this is bonkers. You can watch CNN their Fox News, it doesn't matter. Their numbers are showing that the American people are going, wow. And the, the sad thing is, of course, this is 100 years of our republic. And so there's a term called red-pilled. Many people that I know are Democrats, and they've been, quote-unquote, red-pilled, which means they've all of a sudden understood about the deep state, things that are scary, things that are awkward, things that are weird. And but then there's Republicans that have been in the know that have been even more red pilled. And what I mean by that is it's like, look, you need to see that some of these things are really horrific. But for us to even it's it's so shockingly awful and it feels bad. However, we need to find out who is Lindsey Graham, who is Mitch McConnell, who and when we we've trusted, you know, um, all these attorney generals, you know, and it's it's saddening to many of us. But now. We've we've we have to focus. We have to find groups like this, stations like this, and we have to be able to talk and coordinate and figure out a way where we can. Because does your vote matter? Is the future matter? Does the republic matter? Well, of course, it all matters. And so let's work hard. Um, listen to shows. You know that, Go ahead. Yeah, and as long as we you still can. Um, Aaron, your point is really well taken. That this is the reaction is, and there's 75 to 100 million of us that voted for Trump, and that, and the earlier point made, I can't remember if it was Skipper Brian or both, but they wouldn't be doing this if they weren't scared to death of us. If that Trump will come back, that this movement will will grow and fester and 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 not and change election laws that they were not going to put up with it anymore uh we're not we, we put up with it we trusted the republicans to defend our our election process they didn't do it uh they they let themselves be thrown out so that they could the vote couldn't be counted in front of them uh they didn't do enough beforehand they thought they did but they they didn't really know what they were up against which i i, I blame them for but they weren't 
petrified of us and the force and the power. And the, they wouldn't be trying to destroy us to this point of, of powerlessness and fear. And that's and they're going to use everything they have uh, from the military on on down. Uh, and when the military is theirs, they can order them around. Kate Brown, our governor of Oregon, and, uh, and, and similar Democrat governors in other states, would not allow the National Guard to quell riots that were burning down their cities, that were destroying their businesses, that were beating up their citizens. They wouldn't do anything about it. And they didn't want the National Guard. We don't want the military in here. The, you know, We don't want that. But now, when they want their safety and their sorry, uh, their insecurities about everything, and or they're milking an issue. They're calling out. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. There are more National Guard people in, in Washington D.C. than there are swamp creatures. Well, but but see, the other thing that you got to worry about too is is that um, like last time something like this happened, they started cutting all the military benefits and the uh, especially for the guys that had already been in. So you'll probably see a decline in the VA now again. Uh, because yeah. they'll pull money, they'll pull money from there, and and that, and that's. Uh, but I'll, but I'll tell you, uh, you know, this thing with with uh, and, and what they'll probably try and do is is uh, with the gun stuff. They they were already trying to do this. You remember Diane Feinstein? I think was the one that was saying that she wanted to uh, to have all the all the veterans, if they're especially if they're a war veteran, uh, that, on the list. Yeah, they they didn't want them to possess guns or anything. Because you know yeah. these guys, these guys know how to operate. That's the whole thing. But what you're, uh, you know, keep it salt. But they the, all the have, military. they all have post traumatic stress, and they can't be trusted. That's well, the shit. only, I'll tell you what. When you got post traumatic stress, the only people that you trust are your other brothers and sisters who served. You know, it comes okay. down to that. Doesn't matter which war they served in, you'll trust them. Yeah, it's 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 very very it's very very scary about what's going on. Are you guys concerned about the military being used this way? Are you, this this charge that the military is part of the uh, the deplorables and the, the KKK, whatever we are right now, and that they could be working with us against uh, the government? I'm not sure if I understood what you're saying, but, but I'll make a comment real quick. They better be real careful because. Somewhere along the line, if they if they keep accusing the military, you know, you be careful what you wish for. But, Big but traitors. Well, well, yeah, but but also that there will be generals and people in high positions of the military and everything that will start looking again at the Constitution. And if they're if they're just throwing that aside like a rag, you could get an uprising. I mean, you know, we're we're in a we're in completely different waters than we've ever been in before. It's not it's not just the normal thing where we have a quiet transition and, and we're going to change a few things here you know about how the banking system works a little bit and who gets a better interest rate and there's going to be contracts going over here this time and and uh and you know it's it's completely different now uh with where it is we're we're looking at you know it, it's kind of like the wars that we fight now are completely different because of the enemy that we fight we no longer fight somebody that we're, like we're fighting communism or something all except all, although you do have that with the Chinese and the, we're uh, fighting the people who voted for Donald Trump. All right, let me let me let me right. take another another step back with this whole situation. Yeah. Bill Maher, Bill Maher, far leftist, Trump hating, yeah. bashing. He's saying, and and he's very sternly saying, liberals are crazy to equate 
probably the 5,000 people nationally that are willing to be violent or do certain things with the 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump. That, that That's a serious mistake. And to treat people like that and, and, and put them in the same basket of deplorables is, is a huge political mistake. Why is he saying this? Well, well because it's true. Okay, because, see, sometimes you occasionally get truth from the left. Bill Maher offers us nuggets, maybe like one a month, occasionally. So for 99... So does Michael Moore, by the way. Michael Moore along the way says stuff like that. He does. And and Michael Moore has moments of truthness. He, He really does. And so... You get these nuggets occasionally, and, and it's it's actually it's, it's quite true. So you see these astronomical numbers, okay? So we're told 74, 75 million Americans voted for Trump. I would argue that was 80 million because I think, and, and on this channel, I hope we don't get negated. I'm looking for the FBI out the window. However, I do believe not only were votes increased for Biden, they were decreased for Trump. So I would argue 80 million people voted for Trump in a massive in a massive landslide. But I also believe that maybe five million more that didn't vote for him are like what I should have. And I think maybe another five million were like, I actually voted for Biden and maybe I should have. The point I'm trying to make is you've got an extraordinarily large amount of our population. So you look at Biden. Biden just had a Zoom situation where he's like, look, I'm going to do like this inaugurational meeting, blah, 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 tune in. He gets 24,000 hits on his tune in. Donald Trump, I think he talks about like signal lights or something ridiculous, or maybe I like cheesecake and he gets 800,000. But now we're told that Joe Biden is the craziest, most popular president ever. I mean, I mean, we're all, we all thought that Barack Obama was this amazing guy who knew the Barack Obama was a clunk, a, a just, just, just a nobody. And he was hanging on, on the coattails of the unbelievable, amazing Joe Biden. I mean, everybody knows that (laughs) Barack Obama is a clown. Nobody likes him. Joe Biden is the man. And Joe Biden can just sweep in with 20% more votes. I mean, we had Bruce Springsteen. We had Bon John John Jovi, like playing Cher, Barbara Streisand. Everybody did everything under the sun for Barack Obama. However, Joe Biden from his basement with no Bruce Springsteen gets 20% more votes than anybody could have ever considered ever for Barack Obama. That's because he's awesome. However, he tunes (laughs) into snappy chats or twitteries or ticky talkies or snappy loves or whatever, whatever stupid face facey snatch snap whatever that you have and whatever he is the most amazing president that we've ever considered ever amongst time against 24,000 viewers and and we have the most ridiculous person you can consider he should be 
absolutely ostracized from anything utterly considered amongst time. His name should be stricken from the record. His children should arguably be killed in the street. We find <laughs> we find Donald Trump gets eighty or eight hundred thousand versus twenty four thousand. So we're talking sixteen, seventeen, twenty, twenty five times the listeners to Donald Trump, and you're trying to tell me I'm supposed to believe that all these people are supporters of Joe Biden, believe in Joe Biden, believe in his policies, listen to him, voted for him, whatever. They all hate. I mean, NBC Today did a poll, and this is NBC saying that Donald Trump is still amongst Republicans in the high 80 percentile for approval. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Well, yeah. here, you know, hey, you, you were talking about Dominion voting machines, right? Mike Lindell went to see President Trump and he presented evidence to him about uh, corrupt. The pillow man, for folks that are going to say, okay. who's Mike Lindell? And, and my, what, Mike Lindell, uh, my pillow uh, CEO. Anyway, um, so he presented evidence and Trump liked it, but, and, and Mike Lindell spent millions of dollars of his own. And if you can see the, the he had an interview with one of the podcasters out there and the guy is really well-spoken. I mean, I my respect went up for him a ton. Now, what I'm getting at is he got, he got brushed by Trump's, uh, gate lawyers, whatever. They, nobody wanted to hear anything. Nobody wanted to hear anything. Nobody wanted to hear anything. Anyway, um, so Dominion Voting Machines, this is a, a breaking story. They threatened to sue him. And he goes, bring it. Please sue me. He said, you don't want I've got the evidence. You don't want to see it. So Dominion is doing the bully thing. Now, they've won with the Republicans. They've won with Fox News. They've won... I don't know about Sidney Powell. I don't know if they ever presented the lawsuit or not. She said, bring it. Now, they're going a billion dollars against her. But Yeah, they're suing her. Yes. I don't know if they've actually presented it. I'm not up to speed on that, but it doesn't matter. They're doing the bully thing. Now, they scared the snot out of Fox News. You can't talk about vote fraud at all. I, that's why I don't watch Tucker Hannity Car or Laura anymore. They don't talk about what's interesting. Vote fraud. So Mike Lindell made a, a brilliant presentation. He's got the evidence. Dominion says, well, we're going to bully you. And Mike goes, you ain't going to bully me. Bring it. I want, I want everybody to see this. It's, it's amazing. So they got this, um, um, they got a Mueller investigation on nothing. They got Russia, Russia, Russia uh, impeachment and a Ukraine phone call on nothing. Now, our team has evidence, and nobody on our team, including the Supreme Court, and, well, Bill Barr now, apparently, he's been absolutely proven a fraud, an absolute fraud. He, he threw sticks in Trump's spokes over other things as well. For example, Trump wanted to 
uh, do the uh, Insurrection Act, or I think that's what it was called, to stop the burning in Minneapolis and Portland and the other cities. Bill Barr said no. In other words, Trump is so alone out there, but this is the craziest, craziest world. And I hate to say it, but it was like, you know, Rush said, hey, don't worry about it. I'll tell you when it's time to panic. I think he said it was time to panic today because a caller called in to him and said, okay, we're going to kick some butt at the midterms. And Rush goes, no, you ain't. The Democrats are going to lock their power in forever. Just like the Reichstag fire, just like the uh, Hitler did, he used events like you know the uh, the Reichstag fire. Uh, for the listeners, it was it, a fire started, and Hitler- no, and when you and when you control the media, you can do those things, and that we've seen to what extent they do control the media. And you're right about Fox News; they are kowtowing. Uh, the, election fraud is completely off the table. That is for the delusional and the mentally ill and the uh, traitors in America that bring this up and even want to discuss it anymore. Um, Trump, but you know the, the the one thing about it with Trump. What they're doing to Trump, they're doing to everybody who supported him. Right. They're t- cutting off our access to freedom of speech. They're gonna they're gonna define us as traitors. They they want us banned from the public squares. They want us uh, intimidated and shut in our houses. They don't want us uh, expressing ourselves ever again. They just want us to go off and cower in fear and just go away and stop irritating them and messing with their power. They want us completely destroyed and silenced. But I don't think it does that. I think it makes people – it may work with some. I think it will work with some. Uh, but I, I, I think the fact that – I think a lot of us are living vicariously by what they're doing to Trump. They're doing to us. Yeah, you know, one of the things we're kind of missing a little point of here, and I just happened to see it flash across the uh, screen of the TV. They're all starting to talk about uh, whether or not that they're starting to talk real positive on CNN, uh, MSNBC about Kamala Harris, and they're they're believing that's to hide the uh, mental capacity of Joe Biden. And we may be looking at that's that's where everything's going real quick here. Is that he's finished. I want to step back a little bit to um, Aaron's point about how popular Joe is. Uh, have you guys heard the latest rumor? There's a there's no. a line there's a line of uh, of top uh, A list uh, actresses. As soon as he gets in the White House, want to go spend the night in Lincoln bedroom so he can sniff their hair. He can sniff their hair. Oh gosh. <laughs> You fell for it, Jane. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going. I thought oh they were going to come out with the, you know, <laughs> sexual harassment or something. But no, yeah. you got the, 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 the hair sniffing. Oh, it just yeah. grosses me out. Um, yeah, what's that? Now, we, we started off the hour talking earlier about this this migration of, of uh, that you were going to call for his impeachment. It's inspired this invasion of, of people that want to come into the country illegally. One of the things is uh, that he said he's going to do, he's going to make immediately 11 million illegals legal. And um, and that 11 million figure, that's been the figure, you guys, for over yeah. 20 years, maybe more. That, that figure's got to be 30, 40, 50 million by now. And, um, and that doesn't count the DACA kids. 
this is it, it's just that they've been coming in for 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 decades and um so all yeah, the time we're, and we've got we've got a million people filing last week for unemployment and we're going to bring in all the even more people because Joe Biden promised him we're going to make him keep his word i think this is this has got some uh, real potential backlash from if the media will even cover it but i, I think well, there's so many catastrophic things that are about to happen that are his policies um they're going to take away our guns. They're going to raise taxes. Uh, all the stuff that he's going to do right away. I don't. I, I don't. I don't see COVID situation getting better immediately either. He's backing off a lot of that stuff. Votes be damned. Vote, votes be damned. The the real consideration is, um, you know, you know these certain policies. Okay, so. If you okay, so let's pretend you subscribe to every single Trump conspiracy, which, by the way, I would have to say I subscribe to a few of them. However, so let's just say you think that Trump won by five million, 10 million, 15 million. Pick your number. Trump won by a landslide by whatever number you pick. Then you put that up against 11 or what you just said. 11's not the number. It's likely 30 million illegals. Okay, so then you take 70% of that number, you throw it all into a blender, and then you throw Dominion in, and it's much easier to show on paper a two to three. So in my experience in politics, you got to win by two, three, four, five, six percent to win. I have now learned. If you're a conservative. I'm a conservative. So I've learned that it's not 3%. It's not 7%. It's 20%. So if you now throw in 11 or 30 million new voters, then now it, it switches the math. And we can play with games of in New Mexico and Arizona and in uh, these other places. And we can say, look, this is purple. Nevada's purple. Everybody knows Arizona's purple. I mean, come on. Georgia's purple. I mean, sometimes. No, it's not. But you throw in these crazy numbers and then all of a sudden it seemingly makes sense. And so, you know, how unions or Democrats or whomever would be like, look, unemployment is bad. We've got COVID. We've got whatever. We've got 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent in rural Arkansas. What we really need is 25 million new illegals because that's somehow going to enhance my job as a waitress in Oklahoma. That that is silly talk and and I'm hoping it has repercussions. Are we all there? Yeah, we're all here. <laughs> we don't right here. You're just silent. All of a sudden yeah. Aaron Stevens stupefied us. He just left us speechless. <laughs> Uh, it's it, 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 that's true, and we 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 have known and followed that that they want these illegals to vote for a long time. They want felons to vote for because they vote overwhelmingly Democrat. Um, 
the thing that scared him about Trump is Trump did a lot better among Hispanics than other Republicans have done. Even George Bush, who was uh, pretty popular, um, more popular than normal. The the, the fact is that some of those demographics and he got a higher percentage of African-Americans to vote for him. So they have to find new voting blocks, much like Lyndon Johnson uh, when he sponsored the civil rights legislation uh, back in the 60s because they lost the democrats had lost the south the south with the kkk and those were solid votes for for but they lost the south so they figured they have to give the african americans the vote and and suck up to them because most african americans who were starting to vote were voting for republicans uh and you know, that's when the African-American families were intact. There were fathers in the household. It was, but they were more conservative. Uh, African-American vote was, but they made the, the big civil rights thing. It was the Republicans that joined with, with LBJ and and people like, uh, you know, the Al Gore's father opposed it. Uh, a lot of the Southern Democrats were segregationists and bigots. And now that's all been morphed into they were all Republicans. Yeah, I just had an interesting flash come across my uh, my message thinker. I was talking, Brian and I were talking about this earlier today. And uh, they've been, some people have been telling me over Washington, D.C. that they're seeing the Osprey uh, aircraft fly over. That's the uh, fixed wing aircraft that where the, the wings turn up and they it, it lands like a helicopter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one. It's a yeah, I trip. am. I am. Okay. It's an amazing well, plane. Yeah, and they're and they're used by the Marines, the combat Marine divisions. And uh, so I, you know, I've been conversing with some people about that, saying, "Well, this is kind of an oddity." One of the guys just uh, sent me back a message that he understands that there that those planes are being used by the uh, the Tenth Mountain Marine Division. Why would they have the Marines in Washington D.C.? Because the, the, the Democrats are ordering them to, to do it. I mean, this well, is they, they 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 like to play you know they like to play Nintendo with our military. How much is this costing? Yeah, well, are you sure that it's uh, that it's Congress that, that Congress would be more likely to use uh, use the um, National Guard? The military has been working against Trump too. I mean, the military has been working against Trump. They and they've been and they're working with. They've got uh, uh, they've got Susan Rice in the, as the, as the new Valerie Jarrett, who was the operator behind the Obama administration. She's in there pulling a lot of the strings, and she's an Obama person. Uh, this is Obama thinks he's the, oh she's a horrible person, but yeah. she, she's not on the payroll, but she's she's running things according to a. Uh, well, a lot of sources, and and of course they think it's wonderful. This wonderful African American woman who's in there, and, and she's running things, and because Joe's such a, uh, you know, he's such a uh, inclusive kind of guy, and and he wants to have. I don't. Joe Biden may not even know she's in the is in on the team. I I don't think he knows much. But the fact is that this is this is crazy. What's going on with the military? I've never seen anything like this in any any situation in D.C. I didn't see stuff like this after nine eleven. Okay, Jane, you're likely correct. I'm not being argumentative. I'm saying that I probably mostly agree with you. However, there's some caveats that are interesting. 
Joe Biden is not president. Nobody, nobody has power right now. So how is the coming in crew that they're able to direct certain things? The military is pretty nuts and bolts. A equals B and B equals C, and they yeah. sort of go by order. So that somebody who's not in charge and has no value and does is not constitutionally in or whatever is telling you to do something is a little bit – I'm not saying I disagree with you. You're likely right. Jane, you, you probably are. However, I leave in my brain a little bit of a window going, hey, this seems weird. One thing that seems weird is I've heard reports that these military members, the you know, are from 50 different states. How bonkers is that? I couldn't get 50 different people from states to give me a burrito or something, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you literally can get everybody from Nevada and Alaska and Hawaii and oddly somebody from West Virginia seemingly shows up and the, and the two guys from North Dakota. I mean, you were able to get 50 states together in like, four days or something that seems it's well, no just, they're not all it's all weird well, no, some of the republican states refuse to call up national guard they said okay. they're 50 states are there is what is on national media and it's probably wrong because you know what it every usually is this is why people need to tune into this show the jane carroll show because these abc is a bunch of liars yeah, and they tell you every, and it's like it's a, the whole country, the, the rallying around Joe Biden, the flag, and against these you, these you traitors, these seditionists. That's what it. they're trying to create that aura. But the but the fact is, I have never seen anything like this. And you know, they're always talking about martial law and how you can't do martial law. This feels like martial law to me. Well, yeah. Well, look 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 what's happened over. Uh, you know, we keep hearing about all these other countries and everything look what's happening over in europe you're not hearing much about it here but you get it if you look at other uh, alternative sources and everything i guess a bunch of people are revolting in uh, europe i mean because of the european countries uh, the uh, um what are those countries that they uh, where all the netherlands are at and all that um anyway all those guys are trying to walk people inside you know they've got curfews and stuff where if you walk outside you're going to be arrested and these people are saying we're not having this. They're they're absolutely revolting. Germany and look at who's coming to, to Trump's aid overall. Uh, you got the Germans and uh, half the Europeans and all that world leaders saying you should have never cut him off Twitter. You know that's 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 got that's got to stop right now because they all know that they could be next. You know the, the minute they say something or somebody doesn't like what they're saying, boom, their their account's gone or whatever. And all these people use that kind of stuff now. It's you know, just. It's just so scary how quickly we can turn into East Germany, how we can rat each other out, how we can um, go police state. Um, it's, it's, it's unbel- it's, I yeah, never would have guessed this. And we're there. I mean, we've got. We're there. The Demo- yeah, well, the left, the Democrats, one and the same, are making their move. I've been noticing this in my own mind for months that this seems to be the time. That the left, they they know they own the media, they own the college professors, they own the schools, and they're they're actually making their move. Look at uh, Governor Brown. 
if you look at all the people she's locking down, it's Republicans. Yeah, she's even the Democrat known like Walmart and uh, these big corporates and stuff. But she's putting the screws. Now, I, again, everybody knows my backfire theory. Everything backfires on Democrats. But at this point, man, they're gaining some ground. Well, well, they had to, they have to make the move now. They've been so exposed by Trump. I mean, really, he has exposed a lot of these people. And if it wasn't for this pandemic, they, they used the pandemic to break the middle class because you're you're seeing all these guys that own restaurants. It's not only the restaurants. It's the beauty salon, uh, the small stores, all these people that, that can't keep their shops open because they can't afford to run them because they have to keep closing down, then open them back up, close them down, all this. And those people all sign. They, they put their world fortunes, but everything they own in the world, they signed in a personal guarantee and those personal guarantees are now coming to fruition and they have to pay them. So they're, 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 they're basically going bankrupt. I mean, personally. No, no. And, and it's, and, and, and it's, 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 it's devastating what they've done. And, oh, yeah. and the fact is they haven't had less incidences of coronavirus uh, in those places than but, the people that like Florida, that have been more opened up. It's we're out of time, gentlemen. It goes too quickly. We're going to be doing this again tomorrow night on the Jane Carroll show, starting at 7 PM Pacific, 10 PM Eastern. And we got a whole list of things to discuss. It's going to be a bang up show. I okay. really appreciate the conservative council coming on 24 hours early to talk about, uh, as we approach this, uh, uh, military state, uh, uh, a country, our country, America, where, you don't have freedom of speech unless you spew them. And, and Jane, real quick, if somebody wants to get scared, express yourself. You could lose your job and your freedom. What? If somebody wants, if somebody wants to get scared, bring up the latest uh, Project Veritas tape. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That the other thing, well, the other thing that's frightening is read those declassified uh, documents, oh. uh, which I've been trying to go through. They're oh. devastating. And when I turned on the Fox News to see what the coverage was, well, yeah, there's some stuff here, but nothing really new. Unbelievable. It shows a state in complete, out-of-control lawless to destroy Donald Trump and his presidency, and none of them, nobody in the media cares. Nobody that is allowed to still have a voice in America. That's frightening. Yep. That's very frightening. All right, gentlemen, we'll do this again tomorrow. You're great patriots. We appreciate it. Aaron, I'm glad you were able to join us as well. Brian Dirks and Skip the Man of the People. We'll be back with Dr. Gordon Folks. We're going to talk about uh, politics and climate change. It's the number one issue again, according to, well, I guess the real Speaker of the House, maybe the real President of the United States, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We'll be back. The Jane Carroll Show. The Jade Carroll Show is literally everywhere on your favorite streaming apps and podcast players, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, and more. Head to thejanecarrollshow.com and click On Demand. Yeah, baby! (laughs) Back to Jane at thejanecarrollshow.com. Welcome back, everybody. We have with us uh, one of your favorite guests and contributors. Uh, he comes on a, a once a month. His name is Dr. Gordon Folks. He is a uh, renowned uh, and respected uh, scientist who uh, speaks the truth based on science, not opinion or politics. And tonight he's going to talk about both uh, because we, as we move into uh, the 
inauguration of Joe Biden. He is announcing all the things that he's he's going to do. Much of them have to do with the environment and undoing much of the progress that was made towards energy independence and economic recovery and independence from Middle East oil. A lot of those things are all going to be undone in the first four days, according to Joe Biden's list of things to do. I don't know if he's actually seen it. Uh, but he, he, this is what he says he's going to do. We're going to talk to it, and climate change is back on the gender. Dr. Gordon Folks, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, sir. Uh, hello there. Good to, good to hear, Jane, that you're still on the air, that they haven't canceled you, too. They're really trying to cancel everybody these days. If I said stop the steal on Facebook, they'd uh, eradicate what I said, because you're not allowed to talk about the election. You're not allowed to uh, suspect that it was stolen. Uh, So uh, they're really coming after conservatives in all sorts of ways. They're coming after scientists, but that's nothing new. They've been doing that for years. Any of us who dare to stand up to them uh, end up being canceled one way or the other. The nifty thing is, with those of us who are retired, they can't do it as readily as they can with younger people. So most of us who object to what's going on are retired, are essentially out of their reach. But I do have to credit Joe Biden with uh, one thing. Occasionally he says something that rings very true. And I think when he's uh, I may about have to let you. Winter, I may have to take you off the air, Dr. Dr. Bush, if you're going to say something good about Joe Biden, I may have to take you off the air. <laughs> you mean if I say anything nice about Joe? Well, uh, I yeah. call him geriatric Joe. Maybe that'll make it uh, make it all right. But uh, he really <laughs> no, uh, ahead, hit sir, the right. nail on the head when he talked about a dark winter. Uh, I think that's what he intends. I don't think he intends much conciliation. Uh, he talks about making sure that everyone who was involved in the rioting in Washington is brought to justice, uh, and no one who was involved in the rioting in any of the other cities uh, is brought to justice. So it's a very one-way justice that he's talking about. But as you mentioned, he's uh, into all of the policies that his campaign uh, advertised to get him elected. All the the most radical stuff is uh, uh, headed for probably uh, presidential executive orders. Uh, One thing that he promised today was that he he would do in the uh, um, uh, Keystone Pipeline, which is an operational pipeline at this point. It's very important for bringing crude oil out of Alberta, Canada, to Nebraska, to refineries in the uh, um, Midwest that can handle it. And uh, uh, it brings 830,000 barrels per day of crude oil. He wants to cut that off immediately. Now, how does that crude oil then get to market? Well, they'll put it in on rail cars or they'll put it in tanker trucks and bring it across the border. It will take 700 tanker trucks per day to replace the pipeline. Is that uh, ecologically responsible? It's not economically responsible. It uh, costs them a good deal more to ship it that way. But we've done that into the Pacific Northwest for some time out of the Bakken field where the uh, oil was shipped, is shipped by uh, uh, these long uh, 
trains are what are they called? Uh, it's a pipeline train, basically, because we don't have pipelines from that area. Now, Biden wants to shut down the uh, Alberta oil fields in Canada. Is uh, that very friendly toward the Canadians? I don't think they're going to like that at all. Matter of fact, yeah, and, they're, and, they're, and, they're, and they're, up, and they're, ups, they're upset about it. Uh, they, they, Trudeau, et cetera, they, don't, they, they said they're going to call them because they, they don't agree with the Canadians, uh, who are very liberal, but they don't want it shut down. Yes. Indeed, indeed. There, there are other things also. Uh, uh, do we want more wars in the Middle East over oil? Uh, if we don't get oil out of Canada, uh, maybe we'll get it out of Saudi Arabia. They have plenty to sell. But to do that, we have to have a greater presence in the Middle East and have to stand up even more than we have been to Iran. That will eventually lead to another war. Is that what we really want to do? I don't think so. So it's not even good uh in terms of the peace of the world for Biden to try and cut off the Canadian oil coming into the United States. Um, uh, how much, I mean, what, what he thinks is it'll never get out. If he cuts off the Keystone Pipeline, the 830,000 barrels per day will stay in the ground. Of course, it, it won't. But let's assume that it does. Uh, um, uh, what would the 100% of those emissions, by their own calculations, cause in the way of a temperature increase for the globe by 2050? It's 0 0.04 degrees. It's something that's completely negligible if if their calculations are right and their calculations aren't right. So it's going to be even less than that. Uh, even John Kerry, who is uh, tasked by Biden to uh, present all of this uh, climate nonsense to the world again, said uh, that even if we completely eliminated our use of fossil fuels. It would have no effect on the climate because China, India, and Africa will offset uh, um, uh, and actually increase usage. So uh, this uh, is not a problem that is really in our lap. If it is a problem, it would be in the lap of the Chinese. It would be in the lap of the Africans and the Indians, all of whom are talking about uh, much greater use of coal. Well, actually, China's not talking about it. They're just doing it. Uh, they, they just recently uh, upped their coal production to uh, more than their previous high in 2015. So they're telling us that they're going green and they're, in fact, going black with coal. So that's not uh, at all. Well, that's the hypocrisy. That's why uh, President Xi got the Climate Hypocrite of the Year Award for that sort of, uh, of business. China's planning several hundred more uh, coal-fired power plants. Africa is planning 1,250 new uh, uh, coal and gas-fired power plants because they want to industrialize. They uh, uh, want uh, at least enough refrigeration uh, to be able to keep vaccines and uh, other medical supplies uh, for the people uh, available, to keep food from spoiling. Uh, there are all sorts of reasons for electricity. India is talking about uh, 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 spending a lot of money on clean coal, and by that they mean uh, coal that doesn't uh, fill the air with uh, uh, various uh, particulates and uh, toxic uh, chemicals like sulfur dioxide. They're spending a lot of money on that. Uh, they want to grow their economy to a $5 trillion a year economy, which uh, is certainly reasonable. Now, what they're doing is counter to what uh, Biden wants, but it is not counter to what the people in India want. So everybody else wants to modernize. Uh, Biden thinks that none of them should do it. The Europeans want to keep 
uh, any uh, manufactured goods uh, out of Europe that were made uh, possible by cheap energy from coal by charging them uh, high tariffs so that uh, local folks in Europe can produce those goods at the same price because all of this renewable stuff is just uh, driving prices through the roof for energy and then consequently for um, production of any industrial goods. So they're kind of digging themselves a grave there in Europe. They uh, think that they can keep scaling up wind power to solve all of their electricity needs. But in fact, that isn't the case. The uh, United Kingdom went through uh, another near disaster a couple of weeks ago when the wind simply died. And they had to try and get others to come and provide enough power so the grid didn't go dark. And that pushed prices up to, I think, $4,000 a megawatt hour. A megawatt hour is roughly what a, a household uses in a month's time. So instead of prices that are typically in the 50 to $100 range for electricity, they went to 4000 I don't know how they apportion that, but it eventually goes right back to the consumer, and he is hit hard. As they scale up wind, it's going to get that much worse. So uh, uh, Europe is headed on uh, a disastrous path. Uh, with Biden, we're headed on a disastrous path. Uh, I don't know whether Republicans still have the stomach to fight this, but uh, they should. I think they learned through the Trump administration, the Trump uh, presidency, that they had to fight a bit more, that they uh, didn't have to be the minority party all the time. And uh, they, many of them figured out that supporting President Trump uh, – despite uh, four years of nonstop assaults by Democrats, was the way to behave. And Ted Cruz was a real opponent of Trump to begin with, and he came around and realized that Trump did a lot of good things for the country and supported him to the end. And I think we ought to recognize that. I think we ought to recognize that with Josh Hawley and with others who stood by Trump uh, right up to that last day uh, uh, in Congress when uh, there was a lot of protest of the stealing of the election, but unfortunately damped a lot by the rioting that occurred, rioting that Trump was not responsible for, although it came uh, actually during one of his rallies. He wasn't calling for an assault on the Capitol. He was calling for protesting what the Democrats were trying to do in the way of stealing the election, which is his perfect right to do. So, uh, what about and he said you, and he said to do it peacefully and patriotically. I mean, he said that, and now that's being called sedition, and he's been impeached again. They want him destroyed. They they do. I think they. I personally think they know they stole the election. Not all of them, but enough of them know what they did and and what they took into effect and how they used COVID to exploit that so they could get vote by mail in and 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 which is a very exploitable system uh, for voter fraud and. Now they they know 75 million people, at least. Nobody says any of those were fraudulent votes for Trump. Nobody's made that case on either side of the aisle. Uh, so they know, which is more votes than anybody's ever gotten, except for Joe Biden, who stayed in his basement for the most of the campaign. He was more popular than Obama. He's the most uh, uh, popular uh, president in the history of the country, according to uh, the numbers of votes he got. But the fact is... Um, they want to destroy and silence and and mute anybody that talks about this stuff because uh, they're they want to destroy Trump so he can't come back. They want to he want, they want to emasculate and destroy the 75 million or more that voted for him. And 
they just want us to be forced to shut up and go away. And they're using the military, they're using the media, they're using law, they're using everything against anybody that wants to talk about this issue. And you know something? Nobody is. Well, that's true. Nobody's talking about the actual stealing of the election anymore, so maybe that's been effective. Oh, no. But uh, people, people realize uh, oh, what is going on, and even if Facebook uh, and Twitter uh, shut down any discussion of these topics, they're still being discussed in many other ways, and we have to make sure that those channels stay open. We have to recognize that uh, many uh, world leaders have come out objecting to this uh, uh, big tech uh, uh, trying to censor the president of the United States. Even the, the far left uh, president of Mexico came out against this, saying he thought that, uh, and he wanted to hear what uh, President Trump had to say. Uh, I think everybody wants, even if they don't agree with Trump, they want to hear what he has to say. Uh, it's just that uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, uh, Jack Dorsey and uh, uh, various other uh, uh, of the billionaires who are, are doing this think that they can sway, and they probably can sway a small percentage of, uh, of the people by simply removing those discussions completely as though they've all gone away. Well, they've all gone away in, uh, in the uh, uh, left-wing media, but they haven't gone away in the uh, um, uh, conservative media. And they'll stay there even if uh, uh, they try and take down some of these newer media platforms like Parler, uh, which they succeeded in doing apparently for a short period of time. And it'll come back stronger than ever. The uh, market value of some of these big tech companies like Twitter, like Facebook, uh, fell dramatically when they started playing these games and very obviously playing these games. Uh, so it, uh, it, it'll come back to bite them. Uh, and I think Republicans simply need to stick together to uh, prevent the canceling of free speech. They will have allies from the from the Mexicans to the Germans to the Brits to the Australians, uh, even to the Polish. Uh, the Polish government, I think it was today or, or the other day, passed a law that uh, uh, provides online freedom of speech. And if anybody violates it, particularly the large U, uh, United States tech companies, they will be fined uh, uh, millions of dollars a day. They've got a short process to determine if, it, uh, uh, if they're banning someone for violations of uh, Polish law. But if, uh, if not, if it's something that is allowed to be said in Poland, then uh, the big U.S. big tech companies will quickly be fined an awful lot of money. Uh, Angela Merkel and others have been talking about uh, setting up their own social media companies to compete with the American companies because of the censorship. So this is having a big blowback. And Isn't I think that it's amazing? To encourage it, 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 that. Really, what you're saying, American countries, the, the home of the free, the Constitution, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, po freedom of political thought, all those things that people have given so much for over the years, we have now become everything we hate and that we fought against. And, and, and people in European countries are saying, we're going to take on big tech, but we're not saying that the, 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 those that have the power in this country, they can't, we don't have the power. The courts won't take the cases. The, it's, they won't take election fraud cases. It's, very, it's a, an interesting time, but I do think you're right. There is, there is a backlash, and the worse they treat Trump and the worse they treat us who supported Trump, uh, 
those we're not going to take it. There's too many of us. There's too much. There's no conciliation. There's no come. Joe Biden talks about come together, but his first week is a, he's going to erase the Trump presidency. Uh, they're they're going to start an impeachment trial of him, which is ridiculous. Um, and it, it's just a, it's a theater of the absurd. Speaking of the theater of the absurd, you talk about staying together. Uh, the congresswoman from uh, immediately across the border in Oregon and in Washington, uh, Jimmy Herrera, she voted to impeach the president, one of the 10 Republican members of, of the House of Representatives to do so. And the University of Portland is, is setting up, and this is something that I thought you might uh, be interested in, uh, a department that talks about uh, the impact of climate change and racism, uh, and it's it's some kind of sustainability department. It's a new new department that they're going to focus on social injustice and climate change. Thoughts? Well, yes, and uh, I'm uh, reminded of what Boris Johnson, uh, who's a conservative, but he's very much into this green nonsense. Also, he pledged uh, early in his uh, 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 residency at 10 Downing Street to prioritize uh, the underprivileged, to uh, do better for them than other prime ministers have. And his net zero um, uh, program to uh, have no net carbon emissions by whatever date uh, is already and will continue to most of all hurt those who on, are on the lower rungs of the economic ladder. So uh, whatever the good intentions there from a conservative are, they are hurting the people he's pledged to help. And of course, in Portland, they really don't care about uh, the, those on the lowest rungs of the economic ladder, unless they can talk about them being uh, or, uh, some sort of racial preference. But uh, when you run up the price of electricity severely, as they have in the United Kingdom, you harm those uh, least able to pay for it. Um, those of us who are solidly in the middle class can stand a little bit, of, to pay a little bit more for electricity, even if we don't like to. Those who are trying to make ends meet and not able to, perhaps they've been laid off because of COVID, cannot pay electric bills, and they are hurt by this continual climate nonsense, which uh, tells Portland General Electric and some of the other companies that are going along with it to build ever more windmills uh, and ever more, uh, uh, what do I want to say, a system that's uh, ever more fragile and ever more costly. That just results in all sorts of disasters from the lights going out for for a long period of time to uh, impossible to pay electric bills. So, uh, yeah, let Portland do that. They don't realize, and the Brits don't realize either, that you can't scale up this nonsense of, of windmills to uh, uh, 100% coverage of your power system because, in fact, then you have no way of providing power when the uh, wind dies down, as it did a couple of weeks ago in, in the United Kingdom. And the costs in doing and even trying to come close are astronomical. Yeah. Now, now uh, AOC, uh, the uh, leader of the far left in the House of Representatives, uh, she's a, she's going to set up a, a ministry of truth. In other words, she, she thinks there should be a congressional committee decides whether or not uh, 
what media outlets are telling the truth. I don't think there'll be the same kind of scrutiny on the left as there is on, on the right. The, 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 clearly an effort to shut down um, media that doesn't have the lockstep left-wing democratic dogma uh, going out. She also has called on people to resign uh, if if they supported the president and, and didn't uh, support the electors, even though there were more Democrats back in 2017 who uh, didn't support uh, the electors being seated for Trump. And there was no question about whether they were it was fraud or not, but they, they didn't support it. And there was no big no big deal made about them having to be removed from from public office. But uh, this whole climate change thing, this has been something that Joe Biden has said that on day one, that's going to be one of his his first things that he's going to do in this pipeline. He says that's going to be what he's going to do in one of the first I think day four. I think he's going to do that. Um, shut down the, the pipeline. Uh, as you pointed out, there are hundreds of thousands of jobs related to this at a time where last week a million new Americans filed for the first time ever for unemployment. We've got people coming up from the south demanding their rights that Joe Biden promised if he was elected that illegals could come into this country. He's promising citizenship for 11 million uh, illegals who are residing in America right now, I think that number is grossly deflated. Uh, that number has been around for 20 years, more than 20 years. I think it's probably closer to 30 to 40 million at this juncture. This Something's got to break. You can't print that much money that quickly. Well, yes, you have to worry about uh, uh, the dollar simply collapsing if they uh, start spending it even more wildly than it uh, was spent over the last year with all of these checks that have been arriving from the federal government to try and uh, buoy up the economy. I think the Republicans in the Senate were correct to say, hey, enough is enough. I think Trump wanted that extra money to bring it to $2,000 in this latest payout because he wanted to remain as popular as possible going up to the January 6th vote in, in Congress. But now uh, the, the other side has won. They want to do that $2,000 and everything else also. At some point, the whole financial system breaks down with that. The stock market is riding very high right now, but it looks like another bubble that will burst fairly soon. That uh, uh, can cause all sorts of, of havoc. It certainly will reduce uh, everybody's uh, retirement funds very considerably. And we'll be in, uh, in a financial mess that could lead to the collapse of the dollar and the rise of some other currency, most notably the Chinese currency. So there are all sorts of problems here with being completely reckless, reckless with climate, reckless with money, uh, reckless with uh, um, freedom of speech. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, uh, cancel culture running wild. That's really a purge. And they love that whenever something happens that uh, is an emotional topic, they don't want to sort out the details of it. They want to lynch the person uh, whom they think um, started it, and certainly with the uh, uh, attack on the on the Capitol, where uh, only a portion of Trump's supporters, and apparently they planned this ahead of time, uh, stormed the Capitol and broke up a few things. Uh, and yeah, that wasn't very good. But the uh, um, uh, president didn't precipitate it in any case. Now they want to uh, um, lynch him for that, and actually they want to impeach him after he's left office 
where they have no ability to do that. Uh, as uh, Alan Dershowitz pointed out, uh, the, uh, he's a private citizen at that point. And once he's a private citizen, the Congress has no power over him, whatever. They can't produce what's called a bill of attainment where they try and take away his uh, uh, money or fine him or do something like that without a judicial process. The Constitution very clearly says that there has to be a judicial process. That's because back in the uh, colonial days, the uh, British would uh, have a legislature demand uh, uh, property payment and maybe even a man's life for going against them. So the uh, Constitution very specifically avoids uh, a legislature like the House of Representatives from doing anything to an individual citizen. They can pass laws, and then the judiciary would deal with the laws, but they can't go after somebody directly. The exception is the president, and they can go after and remove him from office. But if he's not in office, they can't remove him. So it's just uh, uh, absurd stuff going on in all sorts of directions. This cancel culture is something that Republicans have to learn how to fight. If uh, one of their ranks is caught with his pants down somehow, uh, you first of all, you, you don't say, ah, oh, he's got to go. You uh, um, uh, say, let's look at the facts here. Is this really what it appears to be? Let's go through a a judicial process and see where it comes out. And by the way, if Democrats have been involved in any of this, we need to look at some sort of reciprocity. If they haven't owned up to what their people have done in similar fashion, then uh, that can't be applied to Republicans alone. So there's uh, there's every reason to fight the cancel culture and fight it on the face of what it is. It's an emotional reaction to something that may look a little bit bad initially, but a day later, a week later, a month later, when seen in proper perspective, it was nothing at all. And uh, you can ruin careers very quickly there. They're going after Ted Cruz. They're going after Josh Hawley. They're uh, going after uh, the new representative in Oregon, Republican representative Cliff Bentz. And they're even going after Mike Nearman, not for what happened in, in Washington, but for what happened in Salem. So it's just trying to get rid of as many of the really effective Republicans as they can, because the sediment right now, at least amongst their people, is strongly against Republicans. Well, you simply have to say, you can't do this. You have to go through some sort of proper procedure if you think these people have done something wrong, which they haven't, because most of this is simply free speech. Any of the uh, people in the uh, Senate or House of Representatives can get up and say, down with the government. I don't like this government. It's miserable. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't like uh, Adam Schiff. I don't like Jerry Nadler. I don't like Eric Swalwell. Those things can be said, and even if others are offended by that, uh, that is simply the First Amendment, and it's fully protected, fully protected. Yeah, well, they, they're not acting like it is, and it's certainly they have people have lost their jobs, and they, uh, and and pe people are afraid. And I think the combination of that and being locked down by COVID and uh, the whole thing is it's it's keeping people under control and allowing those cities all across the country to be torn up for for a year and burned down and businesses destroyed and looted and people personally attacked and then for an hour there's a uh an appalling uh violence in the capital i'm not going to defend that nobody is uh and somehow it, it it's far worse than anything that was done all all year and and it's these people should face the death penalty and all the people that have been arrested in this country for the last year are out in two hours. 
and never charged with anything. So it's, it's, yeah, it's very frustrating to people. That's very true. Uh, can I change the subject for a moment since we're just about running out of time? There is some good news yes, here. Sir. It doesn't have anything to do with the political situation, but the, the global temperature went down in December dramatically because of the La Nina that is developing, went down from 0.53 degrees above the 40-year average to 0.27. That's uh, barely a quarter of a degree above the average, and uh, that was for the globe. But the northern hemisphere went down even more. The tropics went down to uh, uh, just uh, five hundredths of a degree above the global average. In other words, practically average. USA 48, the 48 states went down a whole degree, and Australia went down more than a degree centigrade. So uh, uh, the cooling has kicked in. This is the La Nina. We can expect more of it, although it'll bounce around a bit. We may be in for several years of this, that after the, well, 2016 to 2020 uh, effects of a rather massive El Nino. So we're into different weather here, and that may cool actually, the climate fanatics I, I, a little bit. I actually bit. heard a report on the, on the news that one of the, the, the global warming has gone down, and uh, the air quality has improved because of the pandemic and because people aren't going to work and aren't driving as much. And that's why uh, that we need to keep people off the road. We need to get rid of cars. We need to build more windmills. Everything, everything that happens one way or the other, they use to pursue their agenda. Well, how are they going to explain hundreds of islands in the Pacific growing in size rather than shrinking in size? Uh, they are, in fact, getting uh, bigger than they were just decades ago, and it has to do with uh, coral reefs that uh, slough off a certain amount of coral that builds up on the beaches and expands the size of the island. So you don't have uh, melting of glaciers swallowing up the islands. You have the islands themselves building themselves up. So there's good news there, too. Absolutely. But it, it, it's amazing how they can twist just about absolutely anything to their point of view. It, and that's why we love having Dr. Gordon Folks on, on the show. You have a good month and, and try, to stay, try to stay calm and cool and collected as you always do. You help us keep a focus on the truth and not just the propaganda. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Tomorrow night, the Conservative Council, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We hope you'll join us. It's, it's going to be a it's going to be a little showdown. Good night, everybody. The Jane Carroll Show is live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and available anytime on your favorite apps and at, at the, the JaneCarrollShow.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.